Hello everyone and welcome back to Local Legends with Lark Farley. I'm your host Lark. A little bit about the podcast if you're new. Basically every Sunday I share with you all stories that took place in my small hometown Brown County in Indiana. These stories range from true crime to the paranormal and everywhere in between. If you'd like to share your own hometown stories, you can email me at locallegendswithlark at gmail.com. As always, all the articles I use in today's episode will be linked in the description, should you want to check them out for yourself. So, I know that I took a little break last week that was sort of unintentional, so sorry about that. Yeah, there was no new episode last week. I was just not feeling great. And I didn't really want to record a podcast episode if I wasn't feeling it, you know. So, yeah, took an unplanned for, unintended break last week. But we're back at it this week, you know. We're feeling funky, we're feeling fresh, and we're right back at it. Now, this story that we're going to get into today, I'm just going to, you know, at the tippy top of it, tell you it's going to be a crime scene one. We're going to be talking about depictions of human skeletal remains. So if that's something that you're uncomfortable with and don't really want to hear about, you know, just skip this episode. I just wanted to put that little, you know, PSA out there that, you know, today's story will involve human remains and depictions of crime scenes due to human remains being found in Brown County. Now, as I've been researching, you know, with last week, I took that time to, you know, wasn't feeling well, didn't record, so took that time to kind of research for this episode. And I will say that the Brown County Democrat has updated their website recently, like within the last few days, and it's terrible. (laughs) I know, I, you know, we're big supporters and lovers of the Brown County Democrat here on this podcast. You know, that's where I get a lot of my material for these episodes. And with the new website update, y'all, there's a lot of broken links, okay? I'm just gonna put that out there. If anyone from the Brown County Democrat is listening to this episode of the podcast for some weird reason, shout out to you. Love you. Love reading your articles. I think you're, you're great. You're amazing. And I am a huge advocate and supporter of you. However, please, like, you know, before you did your update, your website was very easy to use, very user-friendly, and very easy to, like, search for specific things. And think Hopefully, the search function of the website is still workable, but the homepage is a mess. There is overlapping, like, um, ads that make it to where you can't click on the links of the news stories that you're trying to read. It's just, it's a mess. So it, it, you know, it made it hard. Like, wow, this is so sad. Like, you know, cry me a river. But anyway, you know, just saying, if you now are looking at and reading through the Brown County Democrat because of this podcast, just FYI, you might have a hard time until they make another update to it, reading anything, seeing anything, etc. So I kind of had to reevaluate and reassess how I'm going to get information for this podcast because the website is just kind of a mess right now. Um, But we love the Brown County Democrat. They're great. They do a great job. They're interesting. They they come and they bring us the news, you know, as it was intended. Okay, so moving into this story, you know, Brown County's just been kind of a mess recently. And uh, human remains were found. There's just no better way to say it than that. Yep, yep, just human remains. I feel like it's a cycle, you know, every year. Or every other year, uh, it's always a hunter. Always. Always, always a hunter. They go to Brown County uh, to hunt in the middle of the woods, in the middle of absolute nowhere. 
mind you, and they every year or every other year find human remains. Now, here's my question. I get you're a hunter, you know, you're out there in the midst of this rural area just trying to hunt for, I don't know, let's just say deer to make it a little easier. Uh, you're hunting for deer. If you're not familiar with Brown County terrain, it is a very densely forested area. And what I mean by that is there's tons of plants, there's tons of trees, there's tons of, you know, just forests and thickets and briar patches. It's just kind of a plant, plant mess. And because of the dense amounts of trees and pine trees and just every type of tree, uh, there's so many leaves. I'm talking a thick blanket of leaves on the ground. Like, not just a little sprinkling. No, 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 no. Like, nine inches of leaves. Like, just like, it just compacts and piles on top of each other to make this thick bed of leaves. So my question then to hunters is, how on earth are you finding these skeletal remains in November? When all the leaves have fallen off the trees and there are like seven inches of leaves. Are you digging? Like, why would you dig through the leaves? Like, that's not, like, you're a hunter. <laughs> why are you digging through piles of leaves? Because that's the only thing I can think of is how you find the skeletal remains. Unless, it's, like, the skeletal slash human remains are, like, on a sand bed, like, in the, in the creek. Or the creek as locals call it. You know, I just, it's just intriguing to me as to how these hunters, and it's always in the fall. It is always in the fall or it's always in November. Like the time in which all of the leaves are off the trees and on the ground and everything is the same color. The leaves are the same color as the bark on the trees. Like everything is just brown, right? And then you always find the human remains during that time. I mean, shout out to you for finding them and having a good eye, but also like how? Can you, like, are you, can you train people on, like, how to, like, scope out and find these human remains? Maybe the, the hunters that are finding these skeletal remains are, like, working for the FBI or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, like, their day off. And then they're like, gosh darn it, found some human remains. Gotta go back to work. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's just interesting and always something I think about. Like, how it is so hard when I am in the woods in Brown County to distinguish any pattern of any color, especially in November, when everything is the same color. You know, I, even if it was a stark white contrast of bones, the bones would have to be on top of the blanket of leaves in order to easily see them. The only thing I can think of is, like, the hunters are, like, literally stumbling upon the human remains. Like, trip and fall, land in the middle of them. I don't know. And this article doesn't tell us how the hunter finds the skeletal remains, which is why I'm talking about it. FYI. Okay, so let's get into the article. Like I said, Brown County Democrat had this article. It was published on October 19th of this year. And it's titled, Police Hunter Found Human Remains in the Woods. Immediately caught my attention. That's what I love about the Brown County Democrat. They're not complicated. They're not going to mess around with fancy words. They're going to get to the point. From this title, we know exactly what we're getting ourselves into. Okay, so let's start from the top, shall we? Van Buren Township, police say a hunter found human remains while walking in the Hoosier National Forest last week. Last week, coroner Earl Piper said the exact cause of death remains under investigation currently, but the cause of death being criminal in nature is not suspected at this time. Now, the hunter reported finding skeletal remains in a wooded area off... Oh, here we go. This word's hard. Ogala Horse Camp. Just before noon on October 12th. 
police and Piper spent hours searching the area to gather the, the rest of the remains to send to an anthropologist. The identity of the deceased will not be released until confirmed by either DNA or dental records. Piper said he was going to pursue identifying the body using DNA first, and then getting those results back can range between 10 um, days to a couple of months, he said. The remains were found a quarter off of a mile into the Huger National Forest from Ogala Horse Camp Road, said Detective Brian Schrader with the Brown County Sheriff's Department. Schrader said the remains may be connected to a missing persons case out of Bartholomew County. Schrader had been helping the Sheriff's Department there with that investigation in the area of Ogala Horse Camp Road. So it was a, it's a small story, this one. But it's, you know, we're going to break it down. So that's the end of this article. And now we're just going to go back through it and kind of, you know, things I made note of. So starting from the top. So the cause of death is not known at this time, which is kind of understandable seeing as like these are human remains. Now they don't talk about how, um, how decomposed these human remains are, I guess. So it seems like, you know, they say skeletal a few times. So we can only presume that there has been a probably, uh, quick decomposition of these remains to the point where all that's left is the skeletal remains of this person and so as i'm sure you're aware it's probably hard to be able to tell without having clear visual guides as to what led to the cause of death for this person and what's interesting so it was in the huger national forest which like we've talked about before in previous episodes particularly the bigfoot series episode one i believe we talked about how the huger national forest is very close and like touches several parts of the forest that's in brown county so these human remains rather than being found in bloomington monroe county were in fact found in brown county and you know the Hoosier National Forest is also, to locals at least, pretty notorious for having several human remains being discovered in that area. So just keep that in mind. It, now what's interesting to me is, so they don't know the cause of death yet. It's currently under investigation and that stuff always just takes time um, to discover and find out and investigate but what's interesting to me is that the coroner earl piper specifically noted and stated that the cause of death uh, being criminal in nature is not suspected so they they don't think that this person was murdered or that anything nefarious went into this person um passing away so again they didn't release how they know that but i assume that maybe there's something there near the human remains that were found that led investigators to come to that hypothesis that you know there's no the cause of death being criminal is just not it's not which i mean that's good honestly uh that this person wasn't murdered right like that's that's probably you know better and, and that's good and I guess shout out to the hunter for, for finding. I mean, that's traumatizing and I, I wouldn't want that. And I hope that the hunter's doing okay. Um, But also, you know, good on him for reporting it and finding it and hopefully finding out the person's identity and then be able to give that family closure. Okay, so there's that. Now, what's also interesting is that, um, so of course, you know, the human remains get discovered and then police come and investigators and the coroner and they spend... Oh, it says searching the entire area to gather all of the remains 
I imagine this is because, okay, I'm, I'm not going to go into gruesome detail, but obviously Brown County is a rural area with a massive amounts of trees in a wooded, heavily forested area. And so because of that, obviously there's a lot of animals. There's just a lot of, uh, you know, predators and like animals around in the area. And I'm thinking, you know, coyotes, hawks, owls, um, supposed mountain lions. You could check out that episode, Mountain Lions in the Holler. Uh, what else? There's just like, there's a, snakes, uh, you know, there, mice. There's just a lot of animals in the air, foxes. And so when you pass away in such a densely forested area in the middle of absolute nowhere surrounded by forests surrounded by animals uh you know the decomposition just is pretty intense for your body and so i'm assuming that there could there was probably some um scavengers let's say coyote for right now that probably found this person and kind of maybe scattered those bones right which is why it took a while for investigators in the corner to kind of get all of the pieces together of this person. Now, what's interesting is that the remains were only found a quarter of a mile into the National Forest. So they weren't found, like, I guess, super far into it yet. They're kind of, like, more towards the outer edge. Well, another interesting fact is that they say that the remains are probably most likely connected to a person, a missing person case out of Bartholomew County. And I assume they also aren't releasing all the details, of course, because it's still an ongoing investigation. But it's probably due to the fact that they have some, like, identifiers of that person with the skeletal remains. Because I was thinking about this. I'm like, how do they know that this could have been connected to that missing person's case out of Bartholomew County? And I was thinking about it. I'm like... Most people keep their wallet on them. And so if you have your wallet on you, that's an easy way for investigators and detectives to identify you positively. Right? So that could be something and that would have helped them make that connection. But anyway, so that's the story for today and what I was able to find. Um, next week, we're going in another direction. We have a sad and crazy story of neighbors turned deadly. That's right. Check in next week to hear about a neighborly quarrel that ended in murder. Fun. Yeah, so much fun. So, you know, have a nice holiday weekend, y'all. Stay safe. Stay hydrated, as always. And I will see you next week. Bye.